Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone. Let me change some people around here. Brendan likes to be on top. That's what she said. Brendan Sinone, Ben Cock, and our best friend in the entire world, Decadence Joe Decadence. Um, wow. I don't want to talk to. Yeah, I don't want to talk to any of the rest of you. Joe, how are you doing? The only one that matters here tonight. I'm doing good. I appreciate that. Been a, it's been a while. It's good to be back. <laughs> been a while. We've been trying to book you. Your agent hasn't gotten back to us in months. Yeah. And so glad that we were able to get this back on. What what the best part of Joe coming on tonight is this will be the first episode he's heard in about three or four months. No. So we had to bring him on so he would listen again. Yeah, dead to us, Joe. I've dead been doing this. I just skipped. It was TJ month. I was like, no, nah, I'm skipping. I'll go on. <laughs> I'm skipping. The jokes were 10 out of 10. The jokes that made the show were even better. So, um, oh boy. <laughs> Brendan, Ben, how are you guys doing? Ben's a little lit. Doing fine. Doing yeah, good. Ben's doing what a great. great. Night. What a great night this is. Okay. We brought Joe on for a very specific reason. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was to review what? Elmer's. Glue. glue. Elmer T. Lee. <laughs> Elmer T. Glue. I um, mean, the Lee there looks like glue, so you can just be like, Elmer T. Glue. Yeah, Hold that's terrible. Um, Joe was very upset with our Buffalo Trace tournament that went down a few weeks ago. He yes. literally left our group chat, stopped listening to the show from it? there. Um, did not like that. What was it? 10 seed over a... Ooh. Six Three? Buffalo, Buffalo Trace one is all I know. Yeah. Did not like that Buffalo Trace beat out Elmer T. Lee. Um, Mm -hmm. But before we get into reviewing it, they're similar products, right? They're the same thing. Just one goes down Mashville too. Same proof, same age. Like one is literally just a little bit more rye. And so it's harder to find, which you know how, you know, people are. Bourbon's harder to find. They like it more. So that's definitely Joe. He's a tater. Um, <laughs> 10 versus t- 10 versus a two. Um, but yeah, we're gonna give Elmer Tilly its fair chance tonight and review this and see how it does. So, Brendan, you want to tell us about Elmer Tilly? I not? do. I can hear people listening to this and complaining that they're not the exact same thing. Uh, they are both Buffalo Trace products, they are both proofed very similarly. Uh, in fact, the exact same, both 90 proofed. There is a slight difference in the mash bill. Mash bill one is Buffalo Trace standard, and that's uh, the low rye mash bill. Mash bill two, which is Blanton's, Elmer T. Lee. Uh, what's the cheap one that we really liked? Ben. Benchmark? What, ben, no, was, Benchmark was awful. Benchmark was <laughs> dog crap. Uh, anyways, oh, that was it. It was H&H. But anyways, Elmer T. Lee. <laughs> Is is a high rye about fifteen percent, but the mash bill is something that uh, Buffalo Trace will not disclose, uh, and it is a single barrel. That is one big difference between the Elmer T. Lee and the Buffalo Trace. It is single barrel. Uh, Elmer T. Lee was an old master distiller at Buffalo Trace from 
I started working there in the late 1940s, worked his way up through the entire distillery and became a master distiller in the 1980s and really someone who revolutionized the idea of single barrel mass produced bourbon. Up until that point, it was kind of a novelty. He uh, is the guy who invented Blanton's uh, and, and made that really popular. So uh, there is no age statement on this. The MSRP is about $40, but good luck finding it for 40. I think probably 300 is what you'll probably see it if you do see it in stores. It'll be marked up a pretty good deal. So as mentioned, this is Buffalo Trace product and it is a uh, it is a highly coveted one indeed. Mm-hmm. Thanks guys. Nailed it. I was thinking about just leaving Brendan. I was thinking about just leaving Brendan on full screen for the rest of the show. <laughs> Maybe we were okay. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy's Tommy's saying he's gonna take um Elmer Elmo T. over Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Ben took it as well. I think it was just me and Brendan that were off that night. And then Joe's t- so it's like three to two. Me and Brendan are the losers, but let's see. Valid. Let's roll with it. All right. What are you getting on the nose? Let's let Joe go first. Joe, how's your nose doing this week? Nose is pretty good. I was just sniffling it up a little bit before show started. <laughs> I don't like it. I just like the way it smells. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's good. It's clean. It's sweet. It's real light on the nose. Um, I get kind of a, you know, I say creamy, but it, it's not like a heavy cream or, or, or some type of a thickness. You know, a lot of this, a lot of the Elmer kind of is a little bit on the thinner side, Um but it's real light, real pleasant, um, almost like a maybe like a cream soda type vibe to it. Um, There's a creaminess, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like that type of cream sickly. You know, like, know. Orange, like, like an orange cream. Orange. Yeah, yeah you can get a little light, light fruit like citrus or strawberry or something, something real, real light. I'm not gonna go towards any of the heavy, heavy notes. I would agree there. Yeah, I don't get, As I don't a- get any kind of like maple or you know, like those darker fruits. It's all bright you'll get the classic obviously you're gonna get vanilla and mm-hmm. and uh some you know not too much caramel but brown sugar this is the, the classic bourbon notes there as a product of it being proved down as much right since it is 90 sure. yeah, smelling this and, and it's lighter tasting it a little bit before the show i really wish this was higher proof because i think it'd actually be pretty damn great uh yes. if, it, if it was in the 100 plus range but uh that's not what we're analyzing right now the fruit i got fellas was Red Apple, uh, which is a common theme for Buffalo Trace products. So that could be a power mm-hmm. suggestion for me. But I thought this was very apple pie-ish with some of the uh, some of the low-end spicy notes. Uh, but mm-hmm. the caramel, the vanilla, there's a little bready element, which is softer, like Joe mentioned as well. And I definitely get the creamy. The, the nose smells creamy. It's not heavy, like Joe said. I interpret it as like waxiness, like uh, like how like pecans or certain like nuts are kind of waxy. Uh, so it's got kind of an interesting not funky smell to it, but a little different. So it's traditional, but it does like three or four things that are, they're kind of different and, and make it unique in that sense. So uh, this is an enjoyable nose. I like it. Taste. Uh, ben, you can start us here. Yeah. I would say a lot of those lighter characteristics are consistent through nose and palate. So a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of caramel, but it's still, uh, I would say a lot of like a lot of fruitiness comes through um lighter fruits not maybe like maybe like a peach or an apple um but I, i'm missing a lot of like spice or um which is i think it's interesting because i think this is like the higher rye mash bill in the buffalo trace line um so i think it's just interesting that i'm not getting those kind of like spicy notes i'm getting more of like sweet fruity notes 
but yeah, it's kind of what's coming through. And I think that is also uh, attributed to the, the, the proof being a little bit lower. Brendan. Uh, I'm pretty much in lockstep with Ben there. Uh, fruity is, it, this is a very fruit forward drink. I get the red apple again. Uh, but the, the, what I will say with the spice, like it's not spicy. It's not hot. Uh, it's not peppery or anything like that. A little bit of uh, baking spice though. So I got clove on the, on the taste and more so at the finish, uh, which kind of again coincides with thinking apple pie, right? Uh, I got custard and vanilla as well on the taste. I thought the nose was far more complex than the actual taste. I was able to get a lot more things on the nose uh, than, than the actual drink element of this, but, but enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what, what about you? Yeah, I would stay consistent with, with that. Um, it is light. It stays light throughout. Um, and I'll get a little bit, talk a little bit more about that, I guess, on the finish. But I, I get a little bit of cinnamon as far as baking spice, uh, kind of transitioning from the from the taste to the finish. Not heavy. I mean, it's not like biting you for it by any means. Um, but I think um, because it's like those lighter fruits and the you know hint of sweetness, you know, it kind of has like a finesse feel to it. It's just real smooth. Um, kind of refined, not, not super refined, you know, it's not that old, you know, it's not still a little bit young in that five to seven range, but um, I, I'd agree with you guys um, as far as the, the notes that you're picking up there. I got the same thing. I love the use of finesse there. I think that's a really good way to describe it. There's a little bit of, a little bit of oomph to this a little, little jazz, you know, a little bit of jazz hands. Mm -hmm. What's the word you always say, Brendan, you say it on every show and now I can't remember it. Oh, we recorded um, oh exquisite. No, exquisite. no, no, it no, is exquisite. It's no. a thousand percent exquisite. No, uh, no, it's another word. It's another word. Um, quintessential. 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 Yeah. It's quintessentially exquisite. Yeah, I, I think Joe has an exquisite palate. I'm picking up a little bit of that spice too. It's <laughs> so light, I think, because it's proofed down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, mouthfeel. Yeah, <laughs> Sean in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, do it. Do the do the do the weird thing. Mouthfeel. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I hate it. Yeah, we just lost eight people watching. Yeah, um, so <laughs> they all Bye. logged out at that surreal. Um, but yeah, I I pick up a little bit on the spice. It's very light. Again, proof down. I, I think that's my biggest complaint with this, and I think why the Buffalo Trace ultimately ended up beating it out because I just felt like the Buffalo Trace flavor was a little bolder for what it was. And maybe it was just sweeter. Maybe it wasn't bolder, but or more bold. Um, but anyway, all right, onward, finish. Um, uh, Brendan, you start us off. So the Buffalo Trace is older than the Elmer T. Lee. Elmer T. Lee is between five and seven years, Joe said, and Buffalo Trace is what, like seven to eight years? Now they're age statements, but mm -hmm. uh, that's interesting that you can get older bourbon. Um, the finish to me, I'm really in agreement with Joe on it. It's kind of delicate. Uh, there are some nice, like a little bit of spice at the end. It's probably where it's at its quote unquote spiciness, right? Uh, but uh, to me, kind of just it, it is very cohesive in that it follows through with like the vanilla, the custard, that creaminess. Uh, but uh, that red apple is present to me. It's almost kind of like a little bit of a scent of like citrus uh, with that. That I guess that, as I would describe as again spicy, but not not peppery, not super hot. Just more uh, kind of gives you a little uh, a little nice send off there uh, hmm. into the night. It's a good night, Elmer T. Lee. Good night, <laughs> Prince. Did I sweep Elmer Princely tea? Interesting. <laughs> Joe, what do you think about the finish? You kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but touch on yeah. it some more. So the finish, I mean, this, the finish, honestly, for me, is kind of where the Elmer doesn't fall flat, but kind of 
Isn't it strong point? I mean, it starts off the, the finish starts pretty decent. You're still getting some flavors coming through. Um, and if anything, the mouthfeel will probably be most prominent there, but it doesn't last. I mean, it's not, you know, coating your mouth and, um, you know, you're not sucking on it like a candy for a couple of minutes or anything like that. You know, it kind of disappears. Um, so, and, and I do again, get some of that baking spice more in the finish, but it, it doesn't really last too long. I mean, trying to with a comment here. Buffalo, they are lowering the ages. Obviously, Tommy picks a lot there at Corona. Uh, formerly yeah. David off there in Tampa, but that doesn't shock me a, a ton. Everything's just push it out as quick as you can, right? Um, ben, what about the finish? Ben Ooh. loves to say a finish falls flat. If Brendan loves to say exquisite, Ben loves to come on here and crap on finishes. <laughs> like that well, is part for the course. Remember that the finish here is like super low proof, so there's not a whole lot action that's going to be happening. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about the finish with Elmer T. Um, I think it's very buttery, as in there's not a lot of spice going on. There's a little bit of oiliness um, that I'm picking up. Um, And I think the finish is probably why it's so sought after, because there's a good group of people that consider – when bourbon is smooth, it's of higher quality. And so if you have a bottle that drinks without a ton of spice at the end and that gets like buttery or oily at the end, as opposed to like spicy, then people may just be like, Oh, that's a better quality bourbon. And which is why I think people look so highly on Elmer tea is because it's, it finishes so buttery, at least in my, on my, my palate. Um, so that's kind of what I'm, I'm picking up a little bit of buttery, not a lot of spice, um, just sweet, um, easy drinking. That's kind of uh, the way I would describe the finish. Uh, to go off what Ben said, I, that's a really great point. As I'm, I would agree. Kind of, I agree that you agree with my that's a great agreement. Point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but as I'm experiencing it, so I, I think, oh, please don't do that to yeah. me. Full size, Brendan. <laughs> hey, Brendan, the largest I've ever seen. Uh, uh, How can I zoom in more? Please yeah. don't. To the top. <laughs> As I'm experiencing this, <laughs> it has a nice like mid palate and there's like a decent amount of flavor. It's not super complex. And the end result of the finish is pleasant as well where there's a few things going on, but there's no kick. And usually like to me, there's a kick when the, in between like the, the finish or between the end of like tasting it and then you get that alcohol burn. And then maybe you get to the finish. There's that little that little jump at the end. Uh, and there's not that here. It kind of falls flat for like half a second before you get some of that, uh, some of the spice from the finish mm-hmm. at the end. But yeah, there's this weird kind of uh, drop off at the very end of the tasting experience, which is pretty unique to bourbon. So I, I, I think uh, Ben articulated better than I did, but that is how I experienced it uh, going back and, and sampling on it one more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of piggyback off what you guys said. I think early on in when I you know started getting into bourbon, I think this was more elite to me then than it is now. You know, you start to appreciate higher proofs and more bold bourbons, and obviously this is real easy to drink and it is solid, but um, mm-hmm. it's not like some of the other higher proof stuff and that we're accustomed to. So that's that's kind of I mean earlier on. I mean this is going to be elite to anybody that likes lower stuff for sure. Yeah. I would tend to agree. That's what Ben says a lot. This is the show where we just say what everyone else says a lot. What is Joe's yeah, big thing that he says a lot? 
Decadence. I don't say that. That's what Brandon said. <laughs> I don't say that. Ben says that. He loves, All right. he loves so much decadence. Let's rate the thing. Oh Let's, Lord. Um, you guys are so inappropriate. Um, two points for the nose, four for the taste, one for the finish, one for cohesiveness and complexity. And, one, and two for value. Sheesh, I'm all over the place here. Sheesh. Uh, who's first? Uh, we'll let our esteemed guest go first. Yes. Joe Dickens. You're going to make me go first? <laughs> um, no, I'm going to make you go first every time. What's that? Oh, damn. I'm going to make you go first every time. Well, I'm going to just set the bar real high. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what's that? 2.5. <laughs> yeah, 2.5. We're going to get bonus points on the nose. Now the nose is um it's pleasant it's light it's uh, it's enjoyable um it's probably you know it's uh, to me it's above average not super complex but um very pleasant for sure so I will go with a uh, 1.5 1.5 that's a good score Brendan uh, I was between a 1.25 and a 1.5 and I told myself as Joe was struggling with his answer there and you could tell he was it was excruciating to go there I was like if he goes 1.5 I will go 1.5 in solidarity 1.5 for me uh I'll go the same thing 1.5 um but I, it's I'm a, kind of it's a really good nose well. yeah. isn't it like it's this is I, I think the nose is the best part of it yeah yeah I agree with that I, I yeah I agree thank you 1.5 for me. Ben? Yeah, fine. One and a half. I'm going to do the same. Hey, Ben, Solidarity. you can start off on this one. I'll go to taste. 275. This is the most <laughs> average of tastes. Wouldn't that be a two? I know, but it's not unpleasant. So, <laughs> like, it's 275. Two. Brendan. Seven. Five. Uh, I'll go with 2.5. It's it's a well above Ooh. average. It's not super uh, revelatory, uh, but it is enjoyable. So 2.5 for me. Yo. So I'm going to go with a three because I do enjoy it and it's high. But Homer pick. Jeez. So, nope, here's the deal. <laughs> I've been – I enjoy higher proof stuff for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. On my new weekly pours, I'm not drinking every single day, but – during the week, I've been trending down a little bit more on proof just to uh, save myself the next day. So uh, on my more regular stuff, I, I really enjoy this this taste. Um, so I'm going to go with a three. It's it's well above average to me. That's not bad at all. I like it. Um, is it just me? Uh, it's your turn. I'll split you guys. I'll go slightly higher than Brendan. I agree with Joe. Like, I am not as much of a proof whore as Ben is. I really like stuff in that 95 to 105 range. Actually, probably like that 100 to 110 range yeah. is really kind of perfect for me. I agree. I, I don't need stuff to be up at like 125, 130, 145 like Ben likes to singe his palate. There are very um, few bottles at 140. That's ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> like there are few and far between. I, I don't hate low proof stuff. Now, I'm not typically just drinking a 90, but. 110, 95, 98, 110 plus. Yeah. So 2.75. It's above average. So finish. Uh, Brendan can go first on this one. 0.5. Very average finish to me. It's good. It does some things really well, but also kind of has that weird flatness at the very beginning of it. What did you say again? What was your number? Oh Sorry. my God. Point 0.5. 0.5. I'm consistent with Brendan. 0.5. Solidarity. 
I'm gonna one half of one. I agree. I'll, I would go 0.5 on the finish. Yeah, average to me, uh, which I think you expect with that proof again. Cohesiveness and complexity. Brendan, you can start us off here again. Ooh, I'm not gonna listen, but you can start us off. 0.5. No, because um, that was the joke. It's the last one, and you didn't know what it was. Uh, 0.7. Point seven. Five. 0.7, 7, 0.75 is the way to is the way to be. That's the right answer here. What Ben gives every cohesiveness and complexity for all of time. It's very cohesive, and there's some elements of it that are super complex. Just not super complex, not but not complex all, like all the way through. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Joe agrees. Point seven five. All right. the way. We all said point seven five. TJ, if you're listening. So Tommy just sent me. So I was kind of not listening for a minute. I'll go point seven five as well. But Tommy just sent me some a picture of a twenty thirteen and a twenty fourteen Elmer T Lee, both Corona picks, and uh, twenty fourteen. Both of them are over twelve years old. Like I'm so. That's that's reason to be uh, to be distracted. I think that's the that's like the equivalent of like getting a nice Elmer T Lee pick. Nice new pick. I'd rather have the bourbon pick. Wow. Wow. All right. So going into value, Joe Dickadence, 5.75. Yes. I've got a 5.5. Brendan's got a 5.25. And Ben's got a 5.5. So we're all pretty right on here. Um, pretty close. Oh, I just got another. T- all right. Tommy's got to stop texting me because now I'm really distracted. But we got some good news coming here in just a minute. Ooh, um, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, before we even I don't get know what it is, let me tell you. But I'm super excited. Don't even know what it is. Tommy says we should we should do a podcast together and open one soon. Oh, beginning of August. Sorry, Joe, we're kicking you off for that one. You're out of here. I'm done. That's <laughs> it for me. We got nothing. Joe knows where Tampa is. He comes down. He doesn't say hi to me when he's in town, but he does come down yeah. quite often. Remember so. last week, I was like, "Hey, what are you doing this week?" And you're like, "Oh, out of town." Oh so. yeah, the next week. That's what. Tommy's on a we were okay. We'll tell the story in a minute. But all right, value. <laughs> it's it's forty bucks retail. You can't find it for that. Three hundred bucks. Yeah, you're never find it for forty dollars. So out of two, where are you going? Uh, where are you going on value, Joe? Yeah, this this is where it really falls hard because I mean you can't find it. It is. I do like it and I enjoy it, but it's secondary is obscene. It's far overpriced. I think even when I get it from the shop that I get it from. It's it's not secondary, but it's not $40. I mean, I, I don't – how much does the vault even have it for? It's probably more than $40, right? Uh, not a – I actually just so, got it. I think it was like 45 or 50 yeah, so not somewhere more. Okay, so, um, I mean, at that price, great value, but um, given how hard it is to find – what is it, at a two? Um, yes. Yes. I'm not drinking no. it for $45. Man, I don't know. Give it all the fat point five. I don't know. <laughs> it's it falls hard. You can't find it. I mean, the average bourbon drinker can't go out and buy this. And three hundred dollars is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I would rather spend like five hundred to six hundred bucks on a George T stag than come close to even like two hundred dollars for the MRT Lee. I mean, like this you could is... be stealing a George stag at five or six hundred dollars. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna say a thousand dollars, but I thought that was over there. But I've gotten a George oh, T stag for I'd rather spend a thousand dollars on a Peppy 23. Joe gave it a zero. Genius dick. Joe Joe gave it a zero. Ben, what are you at? Zero. Ooh, a zero. Wow. I'm gonna point point five. Oh, no, 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 he said point five. I just want to see oh, if Ben would be like, oh, we'll say 
I'm gonna give it a 0.25, and I'll I'll tell you. Woo! What. I don't know Crucified. what I would do with this bottle. If I got this bottle in a vault, right? It'd be 45, 50 bucks. I don't think I would drink it. Like it's 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 a bottle I would never drink, you know? As opposed to just like bottles. showing off. I'd have to just trade it for something of similar value for something higher proof. Like I just I mean three hundred dollars on the secondary gets me a lot of really cool products. I'm just looking at my, my shelves and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I would never, I would literally never drink Elmer tea. Like I just, I don't know what I would drink it for. You know, it could be crazy, but I don't know if I'd be like, can't wait to get this open. Like I have a couple of Blantons, which are like in my head, not too far off that. Right. And I just don't drink those often until I'm trying to like show off with some people who aren't like super into bourbon, you know, like they're into bourbon enough to like, like it, but not into bourbon enough not to like it. You know, uh, yeah, 0.75 me. I'll, I'll oh, go a geez. little higher than Joe. I think there is some value here, um, especially like you said, maybe special occasions. Maybe you're celebrating with somebody, it is a cool bottle. Um, maybe get invited out to a podcast. Do, that's, yeah. Yeah. Do How about think, this? How about I this? Just, I was just wondering, do we think the bottle is cool? Like, do we think no, I do think the bottle is cool? There's an old dude just chilling in the back of it. it <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a cool bottle or not. You can go and trade, you can go and trade an Elmer T for an EH Taylor uh single barrel. Those are similar price points, or at least similar secondary. And I, I would do the uh EH Taylor every time. Every time to this. Even like some cool like Michter's rye stuff, like uh, like some barrel strike rye. Michter's barrel strike rye. You yeah. get like two two yeah. bottles of that, you know. And yeah. I just feel like the opportunity cost is too high. That's all. Yeah, I'll go. So by point seven five, I think there is some value there. It's, if you could, I mean, I almost like I think almost like with secondary stuff, I'm going to start doing like one point for the secondary price mm-hmm. and one point for the retail price. Okay, like split it up. So at retail, I give it a. A 0.75. Yeah. In secondary, secondary like on the secondary that. side, it's zero. So like 0.75 total. That's a good way of looking at it. I agree with that. Like, yeah. Okay. Like kind of just no, nah, but I point five is a fair score. Point two, I mean point two five is two. It's yeah. it's kind of crazy. But Bryn, Brendan. Bryn. Brent. Brent. I said Bryn. Bryn Dickens. That, that half an ounce of Elmer T. Lee, I had to split this with Ben. I, I know. See it, but yeah. Sorry. Hit you hard. That that ninety proof. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way: I've had this Elmer T. Lee for a, more than a year, and I sent samples to you guys. I poured some now. This is how little I've drank of it. It's just point two five. You don't grab. Like we don't reach for it often. You know. No, that, like, that's what, like when do you drink it? To your point, Ben. Like who who would this impress other than like someone who's super into bourbon? Because right, it's but not also like a, not in super into bourbon. Right, yeah. Who like because the Blantons is what I would pull out for someone who's new into it and would probably have some like recognition of like I've heard of yeah. Blantons before. No one's heard of Elmo T. Lee unless you're really into it. And if you're really into it, we're going for something more nuanced right. and depthy. Like, yeah. Who is the market for that? You know, I don't know. So I, rich people. Well, you said point two five, Brendan. Point two five. Yeah. So, so you're asking an interesting take is you guys are asking when you would reach for it and. Recently, I had a conversation with some buddies that drink bourbon, too. And, you know, like I said earlier, I've been tapering back. If I do drink during the week, I go a little bit lower proof. I looked at my collection out of – I don't know how many bottles I have. thousand bottles? No, I don't have that. Say I have all the <laughs> bottles. You know, you look at them, and I maybe had, like, five that were 90 proof. 
So mm-hmm. to keep something that's like worth it at 90 proof, that's where I would pull out this bottle. There's not that many on my shelf that's yeah. in that 90 proof range that I would purchase on a regular basis. So if you have it, that's the time where you would pull it out, in my opinion. I'll give uh, get Tommy and Sean's take if you guys are still in the chat. When are you guys reaching for this bottle? You know, I just don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm way off here. Well, Tommy's you know? reaching for a 2014 one in a couple in a few weeks. That's when he's or he isn't it. reaching for one because that's why it's still around with us. Eight years later, no, no he was saving it for good friends. I know, I know. Us. I'm just I'm just saying, you know. For you, Ben, like so, like even for me, like at forty dollars, I think that's a reasonable price for this if this was readily available. Like I think this is a good like what what Joe uses it for, which is like as a daily or something like this would be a good like having in the middle of the week. Daily, Elmer Tilly. A daily over <laughs> two, but that's the thing is you're not gonna waste you the gotta be on your daily zipper. <laughs> Rock Hill Farms is consistently a better pour than Elmer T. Lee in the same stratosphere. You know, and I've never had, had Rock Hill Farms. Farms. Uh, I mean, that's I agree 100% there. Rock Hill Farms is 100 proof and is better. <laughs> Believe so, it. So, yeah, like this would have to be to me like to replace this bottle. I don't know, like $60 is what I would pay for it, like knowing what I know now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brendan, you got to bring your Elmer T. Lee down so we can do them side by side. A new one, an old one. Okay. All right, we're going to set that up. All right, so our final scores, and then I got a quick story, and then we'll, I don't know how much we'll uh, we'll do more after this, but final scores Ben with a 575, Brendan with a 55. Very rare that Brendan's the lowest on here. That's Ben's job. And then myself and Joe Decadence, 6.25, takes our aggregate to. 5.9375. 5.9375. So 5.94. Well, uh, okay. Not great. I didn't hit the big board, but a lot because of value. It was not doing bad before we all crushed it on value. <laughs> um, 5.9375. 5.94. Almost a six. We'll just round it up to a six. Just got a six mm-hmm. tonight. So congratulations yeah. to Elmer. Um, currently, uh, yeah, that's okay. Good, so Will's gonna get a good point. Good usually pulls out usually pulls out his Elmer T. Lee for friends who have had blends and want to try something similar. It's not a bad, not a bad call. Yeah. You just the one thing about that is you're you're giving them something they're never gonna have again. Or like, you know, at your house, maybe yeah. but like they're never gonna find anywhere unless they spend money crazy. Yeah. So what uh, is the if you see it at a restaurant, what's the going rate for a poor in your area? Ooh. Depends on where you go. Ben, remember we remember I got it at that place on City Walk. I got an Elmer T. Lee. Um, Did we? What was the name uh, of that place? Big Fire. Big Fire. Big Fire. Yeah. yeah, I got an Elmer T. Lee there. I want to say right. it was like, I mean, everything's a little more on City Walk. I want to say it was like 18 bucks, 20 bucks, it's somewhere in that, that range. Yeah, which isn't terrible. There's a high-end yeah, restaurant in Jacksonville. High-end restaurant in Jacksonville I went to. This was in the last within the last year, but they had it there and no one poor $50. Oh, like yeah. it's in the back. I've seen some store picks. I mean, but well, like some store picks. I didn't, I didn't, pay for, I didn't buy that. Yeah, that was like, I asked to talk to a manager. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Premier manager. This is garbage. This is just a joke. So yeah. the reason Tommy said we were at we were at David off yesterday. Ben, I want to have you talk a little bit about what we picked up and then we'll get yeah, out of here. Yeah. It's been on for about yeah, half an hour. But uh, we were at Tommy's. He was doing a dry. J- oh, you killed it. You killed it. Um, Look at you. I pulled up the bull run because I was looking for something good. So um Tommy's doing a dry July. That's wild. You hear about dry Januarys all the time. Dry July, yeah. that's tough. You got with the fourth in there. That's crazy. Dry, dry June. I, I think. I, I think like Sean did it. Better. Sean had said he but... did it as well. For what it's worth. 
Dang. I saw Tommy with a glass, and I was like, oh, 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 and he smelled it and then poured it out. And I was like, ah, oh, you're just kind of nosing it. It doesn't count if you know what it. About, but what today, that's why we have to do the uh, – have to do the, I like that. Um, podcast after uh, after his dry month. So, Sean got through dry, dry June. <sighs> Prayers up, yeah. my man. Uh, ben, what did we get over at Tommy's yesterday? We got into some stuff. We picked up a couple of bottles. We got some rapid reviews coming up soon. What's yeah. going on here? Do you remember what we picked up? Ask the guy that yeah. had six drinks. Yeah, I may have been sampling a couple of these, you know, prior to tonight. Um, but <laughs> a lot of uh, store picks are hitting Tommy's right now, uh, which is now officially named Corona Cigar, formerly uh, David Off. So that is now the new name, Corona Cigar. And uh, we picked up the new Peerless Bourbon, Peerless Rye, Angel's Envy, and Stellum. All these picks recently just hit, uh, just at the bar. Um, they, I immediately went home and I opened the uh, Angel's Envy. Great, the Bourbon and Rye Peerless, also very, very good. I would say definitely better than the prior uh, Peerless. So if you have the older ones, grab these new ones. Step up, notch up. Uh, in addition, he's also getting the one of the first ever. Peerless double oaked store picks. Ooh. So he'll be getting DJ. his hand those. Damn, those oh man, I'll probably get four of those. Like that Sometime is right in the up my alley. Nate, you can yeah. buy bottles from that place. Uh, yes, you can from buy the, bottles from the store. From Crown Cigar, yeah. So yeah. if you oh, want some, let me know. I'll get you some. Yeah, yeah, we can send some over to you. Um, they're they're all great. Um, the Peerless picks are amazing. Joe, you've had Peerless stuff. I've sent it to you. I think yeah, I've it's all great. Yeah, I, lo I love the double oak. So I'm really looking forward. I would definitely get that. I love the double oak. Well, and his Peerless double rye, rye is going to be incredible. Um, the Peerless Rye is, is one of my favorite There is one Elite Pour right now that's only available at the bar that was released um, a couple weeks ago. We had to keep it hush-hush oh, until officially it came out. Yeah. And this is a store pick Purple Top uh, Willet Family Estate. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And it is incredible. This is it's the day insane. that we were trying most of the store picks – and some uh, like E.H. Taylor uh, barrel picks. We did a, a couple different tastings, and this was far and above. Blew them out of the water. This was not the, even. It was not close. It was incredible. What an incredible yeah. pour that is. So if you're in the Tampa area, go and grab one at the bar. Um, yeah, say hey, Tommy. We're here for the. We're here for the purple top. And he'll know. It's it's incredible. It is incredible. There's not available out of the bottle. <laughs> Not available by the bottle, but just by the pour at the bar. They're well so worth it, whatever it is. Ben, you also went to a tasting tonight. Um, you want to talk about that real quick and then we'll get out of here? Sorry. I'm oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we went to a Garrison Bros. Uh, uh, tasting. We went through a lot of their lineup. Small batch, single barrel, honeydew, Balmeray, and uh, Laguna Madre. Those were all Texas- you know, Texas is, you know, Garrison, uh, Texas bourbons. And it was a really cool kind of just overall profile. It's a little different than your typical, uh, Kentucky bourbons. Um, but it was good. I think there are a couple stores in the area that are getting, uh, store picks, single barrel, like barrel strength store picks coming out soon. So keep an eye out for those. Um, but it was a cool, cool event. Definitely worth, uh, trying some of their products if you haven't yet a little more expensive you know it's a little smaller distillery that's a little more expensive which is the only kind of like deterrent but um 
it's good product. They don't they 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 don't source anything. It's, it's they're all it's all their own juice. So it's, it's cool. All right, good stuff. Um, Joe, do you have anything you'd like to say before you get out of here? You have any shout outs? Do you want to tell us how much you love us? Brenda, I love you guys so much. Um, I think about you all the time. I've missed you so much. <laughs> he's speaking directly to you, TJ. Just as I'm um, still, uh, I am. I'm not going into your eyes. I'm still working my way through TJ uh, month, but um, it's good to be back. <laughs> what a pause between TJ and month. You work my <laughs> yeah. way TJ month. <laughs> we did half his little content that month, and uh, he still can't get through it. Um, yeah. Speaking of half that, his little. Oh, you wow. guys. Um, I, since I haven't listened in so long, have you guys you guys don't do pursuits and purchases anymore, or what? What that part of the show's gone, or what? I just well, talked about my few... pursuing and purchasing. Yeah, yeah, we were like hanging out and drinking. That wasn't pursuit. Yeah, to be fair, TJ didn't call it pursuits and purchases. He kind of okay. Well, yeah, I just talked about it all around. We yeah, it. so we kind of we explained this a few shows ago. If you'd have been listening, you'd have heard it. Um, <laughs> oh, during man. the during the summer, we just yeah. cut back on a little bit of content, and we're basically just yeah. doing reviews each week. So mm-hmm. we're not doing like a main shit, just kind of a review each week and get out. Then during the fall, we'll we'll bring back the main kind of content shows. All so, right, well, I'll um, see you in September then. We're also still doing some rapper reviews. <laughs> Maybe you'll be so caught up by then. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, you got anything you're pursuing or purchasing? Joe, do you Ooh. have anything you're pursuing or purchasing? I feel like that was a leading question, Brendan. Let's let Joe talk. He's very well, – uh, I haven't really been – I've been slowing down the purchasing. I've been trying to get a hold of Russell Reserve 13. It's popping up all over the place, and I'm like a – Couple minutes late each time. I haven't been able to get my, but now I haven't really been pursuing anything too super hard. Is it my turn? Super hard. I barely know. Yeah, I was, uh, trying, to super, I was trying to think of a yeah, super hard joke, but you guys, all the wheels were turning. Like as soon as I, was <laughs> I looked at every one of your faces, and you're all just like, <laughs> I, was just, I was just sitting here. No, I saw you thinking. <laughs> uh, I was gonna make another joke. Oh, tell, I me my, myself. tell me, tell me, we're going. Tommy might have a 13. We'll see what we can do. I'll let you know. Oh, Tommy might have a 13. Oh, hello, Tommy. Tommy's clutch. Uh, no, he doesn't want that 13. He just wants a Kentucky Spirit. I want a 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing. Kentucky Spirit. They're, yeah. they're the same, Joe. Brandon, yeah. what you pursuing or purchasing? Let's get out of here before I get in trouble. Uh, I got a Delbach, which is a New Mexico distillery. Uh, I forget Ooh. which one it is exactly, but it's a, a mesquite-smoked whiskey that jason noe got for us on his travels so i haven't perceived that yet but i'm very much so looking forward to the uniqueness i've heard really good things about delbach and uh that drink especially so yeah jason got me something too let's try and scroll up and see what it was and jason what i uh, got a good times finished in did Apple producer Brandy? Eddie? Did producer Eddie? Oh, that sounds really good, TJ. That's but, right. But it was it was mispriced. He got it for like forty five bucks. So. Oh, that's right. It was like I half price. It was like half price. And I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, look yeah, at Eddie. Too, Eddie got him a new riff single barrel. We got we have a new producer. We'll introduce him. Eddie, do you want to come in here and talk to the people? You don't have to, but you can if you want. You can give me a yes or no. He said but, no. He said, he said no. no. Well, so leave him alone. He's behind. Ah, never yeah. mind the man behind low the curtain. He's low key man. So not like that forest guy that we had on here for. <laughs> R.I.P. Forest. He's not dead. Um, but yeah, Eddie got in my uh, new Riff single barrel. Good stuff there. Good stuff Jeez. for the pursuits and purchases, guys. New Orleans bourbon on a budget meetup. I'm trying to get Ben to go out to New Orleans with us. I don't think it's going to happen because we're going to Louisville. 
in September. Yeah, T- TJ just Roy doesn't Orleans stop. He's on for that. Team. Oh my god. So are you? You're going too. What? What? Yeah, but New I'm not going for bourbon. Going. I'm going for work. Whatever you need to do. You'll have to go. I mean, jeez. I'm not going for bourbon. Right, I'm going yeah. for work. You're still with the Florida State team. Place called. Still doing that. There you go. Catch up with Georgia. For Joe. Want some natties? Don't do it because we were really good, and then Brendan got here and. Yeah. That's actually not true. I got here, and mm. then they won a national title three months into maybe. And then ever so, since geez, then, no one cares. No one cares about sports. This is the most ridiculous thing. All right, <laughs> um, sports suck. If you watched, if you listen, the Olympics. If you'll hit the share button, we'd appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in, Joe. Thank you a ton for hanging out tonight. We really appreciate it. Again, we really just wanted you to be able to listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> we'll see you guys again soon. We'll see Sean um, in New Orleans. See the rest of you in Louisville. Um, Tommy, Sean, Will, those that commented, those that hung out. Appreciate it. Tommy, I sent you a Facebook yeah. friend request. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get that 13. <laughs> for, for TJ Pidger, for Big Fuck, huh? and Decadence Joe. This is Burger on the Cheers. 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 <laughs>